Hello, and welcome to the Animal Farm Analyzers podcast with Charlotte and Alexandra. Yay! Woo! <laughs> peace of England, peace of Ireland, peace of every land and kind. Hark and well and spread my tidings of a golden future time with the Animal Farm Analyzers. Hi guys, welcome back to our final episode. Bittersweet. Oh, that's how we can describe this whole experience has been really the fun. Yeah, it's been fun at times. It's yeah. been hard working, but for the most part, it's been really fun <coughs> to be with you guys <laughs> here on this podcast. Yay! Um, so Thank you for start listening. Off with, that's 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 the big, biggest achievement. You listening yeah. to us talking about this. Do you want to start off with the summary? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Life continues on the farm year after year, season after season. The farm continues to grow, mo- grow more and more rich, but the animals feel not to make a profit. Questions are asked, answers are given, and the truth is finally set free. But will it be enough to convince the animals? Mm-hmm. Such a suspicious and enigma of this episode, Charlotte. I feel so like suspicious. this is my best um, um, summary. <laughs> I called this episode conclusions and endings, and I think it was. But first, yeah. let's start a with character development. Okay, so Clover, she gets more motherly role, like in chapter when we're talking about across like the book. The book. Yeah, like yeah. it starts in like chapter one, right? When we're talking about yeah, she how was... she does have a motherly role, but this it, I feel like as book goes on and as they've like gone through more and more like bad things, they've gotten she's close. She's gotten. She keeps the morale high. Mm-hmm. Benjamin, our god, he did not really change. However, not really. he's become more quieter and more, you know, less perky than he was with yeah. Boxer. And I think he really misses Boxer yeah. in his own way. Poor buddy. Squeaker. Here's a quote from the book. Squealer. Squealer. Ugh, I'm going to keep calling him Squeaker. I just know it. <laughs> Squealer was so fat that he had difficulty seeing out of his eyes. Meaning his cheeks were so chubby. <laughs> He's gotten a lot of food. Oh boy. Meaning that they Squealer took all the food from the animals and gave Napoleon to both represent our theme, which our theme was, I think, don't know if we mentioned it on the pod yet. <laughs> but our theme is that power can control a person. Yes. And it's truly done that to Napoleon that is re- and That is represented very well. And Schooler and Napoleon never truly develop past this point because they are consumed by power. Ugh, so and sad. And let's talk about the broken promises. The true happiness is in working hard in a... And living fr- frugally. Frugally, Yes. And Clover never gets to retire because they say, no, retiring is not what you do. When you're Retiring's a- for the week. Yeah, when you're part of an animalist, um, it's not, you know, they're not retiring. Nothing's gotten better for them. And somehow it seemed the farm had grown without making any of the animals richer, except, of course, the pigs and the dogs. Yeah, because the pigs got greedy. The and pigs and the kind away. of represent the farmer here because the farmer's getting richer, but the animals are always staying the same, yeah. just like in this. And remember way back when, chapter one, chapter we, were de- one. we were describing the perspective of old Major, and Major was like, what nature of our lives? Let's face it, you know, they're, um, they're bad, they're yeah, working they're, hard. Yeah, they're terrible, and, and then, like, now it's circling back, and, and it's still terrible. So here's what Benjamin describes their lives. Generally hungry. They slept on... No, Benjamin. This is what their lives have been described as, and then I'll read Benjamin's. Okay. Generally hungry. 
They had slept on straw and drunk from the pool. They had labored in the fields. Their life is the same as it was. And here, and, but yet some of the animals are like, hey, we're the first farm to ever be run by animals. Hey, that's the only good thing that's happened. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to that in a minute. Benjamin describes it as, here's his perspective, and here's how the perspective changes. And it doesn't really change. It kind yeah. of stays the same. And you realize that's the whole point of the book. Leadership changes, yeah. and the the work for the animals gets harder, and they get laborious. Never had it been, nor could it have ever been, better or worse, hungry hardships and disappointing beings. Which is just depressing itself. Like, it's just so sad that they've, like, worked this hard to be by themselves and then realize that they just didn't. Even think about Boxer. Yeah. But, like I said, the animals believe that they're the first farm. Well, they are the first farm in England that are being run particularly by animals. And, yay, that's really great. But here's the thing. My final history with Charlotte Alexander. Ever. History with Charlotte. So during World War II, um, the Japanese, they had a slogan saying, Asia for Asians. Because currently, during the time period, Asia was conquered by a bunch of European countries. So Japan was coming in, you mm -hmm. know, conquering these new right. countries. And they're like, it's going to be great. It's Asia for Asians. But the truth is, the Japanese were not great either to these no, people. No, they were not great. They were probably worse, right? Some of them were worse. They had internment camps, different mm. things. They did not treat the native people there nicely. That's so it's good. like saying, despite Napoleon can be, the farmer could be whatever. It could be a pig. It could be a human. But at the end of the day, it's all about how they treat people. And the thing about, but good news is on World War II and all that stuff, at the end of the war, all these Asian countries finally got their freedom, which was nice. Yeah, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, if they follow suit of these aging countries, hopefully they'll get their own freedom, right? Yeah. We're going to cross our fingers because this one kind of leaves us with a ending that is kind of, you know, we don't know what happens next. It's definitely a cliffhanger. So here was the climax. Um, it was said, Alexandra, do you okay. want to read this quote? So me? it was a pig walking on his hind legs. And um, Charlotte can agree that it was then that um the climax hit no yeah no no no, not that she can agree that this was the last rule that they broke yes this is the last one they were walking on his hind legs and they said anyone on hind legs is an enemy i still think that this was the climax of the book yes and i disagree um and then it said he carried a whip in his trotter referring to even Napoleon. more humanization and then they said all animals are equal but and some, some animals are more equal, equal than, than others. others that Jeez. was in replace of the Seven Commandments, and remember Squeaker, all of that Twitter. was like, <laughs> I cannot get this name right. <laughs> Alexandra, please tell, write me a sticky note saying it is Squealer. Oh, yes, we have many reminders sticky notes. Um, One squealer, was squealer, um, squealer. Snowball's not a horse. Yes. Um, Molly's not a cat. And now, yes. Yes, now Squeaker is Squealer. <laughs> Anyways, and then it said all animals are equal, but some are more equal than others. And that was that's like the final straw. It was yeah. what was meant to be resembled, and it's basically taking what was in the animal's minds and then writing it down on paper. And the other thing about all this is we get to a very, very important symbol, perhaps yes. the most important symbol. The most important symbol. We believe that the pigs symbolize the farmer, right, Alexander? Yes, because in the very last, like, few pages of the book, 
um, they're all drinking with all the fellow farmers. Like, all the pigs are in the house drinking with the fellow farmers, and they're, like, complimenting each other and talking about how such good leaders they are. And Sorry. at one point, Snowball, she's the one, she, no, not Snowball, Clover is the one who's looking through the window, and she's, like, she, already her, she's already, like, blind, Ready and she's not looking good, and Charlotte's going to read the most important quote of the book. Also, Alexandria just wrote, Squealer is not, not a rubby ducky. <laughs> because squeaking over duckies. Yep, okay. Twelve voices shouting in anger. They were all alike. No question now what had happened from the faces of the pigs. The creatures looked outside from pig to man and man to pig and from pig to man, but already it was impossible to say which one was which. Which I think that that's the most it's important. Very powerful. That's but... the most important quote of the book. It ties into the, um, the theme that power can control person, yeah. and I also think that it ties in directly to the symbol of pigs being dead. Yeah. Yeah. Be, so pigs being equal to men. Well, they were the men. They yeah. were the men. That's the and also we get some more insight on how things have been running from the humans. Mr. Piker is congratulating Napoleon on yeah, low what, rations. What, yes, the on long, what he's been doing. The long working, yeah, the long working hours and general absence Jesus. of pampering which had possessed which he had observed on the farm. <laughs> So basically, it's way worse than Jones. Yeah, it's way... Like, it's even worse than Jones. And they were trying to get away from Jones in the first place. So, like, why? Yeah, I think we also come full circle here. Because Napoleon renames it Manor Farm. Yeah, after they changed it from animal from Manor Farm to Animal Farm to Manor Farm. Yeah, yeah. so it becomes full circle. So the animals were like, this is going to be great. And then you return to see it is exactly the same thing. And the animals, in the end, I think, Alexandra, do you believe that they think that the the pigs are, in fact, the, like, farmer and they're worse than the farmer? Yes, I completely agree with you. I think you're right. I think you're very right. So what lesson do you think we can say that they learned? They learned that pigs are not to be trusted. <laughs> they learned that they should definitely rethink how the, their trust issues like they have to definitely have trust issues i think they also learn the power in their voice yes they do definitely learn that they have more power than they think they do yeah i think they learn haven't used it not necessarily the power in like the power that they have but Mm -hmm. more to the point that they have they know what's right in their head and they should have those questions that they did ask before should not have been told no it's your you're invalidated yeah I think they've learned to trust themselves more. Definitely. Trust their gut. Yeah. Because their gut didn't say anything throughout the entire book. <laughs> well, their gut did speak. Well, they did, but they the didn't. The pigs kept saying, you know. You're wrong. Yeah. So that was a big ending. That was a big ending. So. And um, thank you for lasting so, through the entire book with us. Yeah. That was. So should we give nice. our final predictions to what we think will happen next? After the book? Like if we, there was yeah. another book written? Um. You know, I think that maybe I what I want to happen is the animals to rebel again. Yeah. Or they all leave Manor Farm and show Napoleon how crappy he's been to them. 
Yeah. I, for some reason, I could see Clover as a good leader. Yes, me. definitely. Because she she's some... like that motherly tribe leader kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I was like, that. I could have seen in the, in chapter seven, when the executions happened, I could have mm-hmm. seen that being like a solution where she just defined Napoleon and kept singing, you know, Peace of England, yes, Peace of Ireland. But... This was a long book. It, we, even though it was only 10 chapters, it was a long, Alexander, heavy book. What else could happen to <laughs> you want me to? You want me to say um, <laughs> a lot? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I think a lot happened in chapter 10. Oh, no. I'll tell you what happens after 10. A lot happened oh, in chapter 10. Yeah. So much happened to the point where I think it could have been three chapters in one. Yeah. So basically, we touched upon important symbols that the pig mm-hmm. and the man, the pig resembles the man. The important quote of the book was that was them turning into men, and you can tell the pig, difference. Pig to man, and our um, and we also talked about perspective and character growth and the lesson all the animals learned. Yeah. So high five, Alex. We did it. We recorded our podcast. Before we leave this podcast, I would just like to say a special thanks to Alexandra for this whole experience. It's been so much fun with you. And she has been like a boxer during this entire time. And she's been the smart one because I don't understand anything. She's done all the QR codes. I have been all of the technology. technology. Oh, speaking of technology. She even wanted to do more of the stuff. I did. Slow down. Speaking of technology, you have not watched our final trailer yet. Oh, yes. And you, you can find that trailer on our poster in the hallway. Yes. Thank you. I have watched it. It's so good. You guys you should check it. it out. You check it out. And I think this is the last time we're going to be sitting here, right? Yeah. Probably. Maybe you might see a special episode. Maybe. But maybe. Few. Maybe. <laughs> maybe yes. Maybe no. If you do, <laughs> click on it. Yeah. Yes. Definitely watch we'll Next week, to we it. might come back with a special episode. Bye. Bye.